Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? Sometimes. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show, making its triumphant return to a shared universe podcast studio in Eatontown. Thank you, Vanna. <laughs> and joining me for this week's hilarity, you know him, you love him, you need more of him, Andrew Rizzatello. I, I have plenty to give. I've got plenty to give. Wow. <laughs> and let me uh, preface this entire podcast by, if you live in New Jersey, probably the entire East Coast, you'll notice that your car is no longer the color that you bought it at. It is now yellow with pollen. And that pollen is assaulting my sinuses. So there's going, Chris is going to make me laugh and I'm going to die. Like, it's not even going to be a Patreon exclusive, the whole Jack thing. No, no I'm going to die on this podcast. Yeah, Andrew's going to be the $100 tier now. Uh, yes, Andrew's death. I am Dying tonight. So I apologize ahead of time. Uh, there's going to be a lot of hacking and coughing and sniffing from my end, as if you haven't heard it before. But just wanted to let you know. And uh, also joining us tonight, twiddling the knobs and the various bits Hello. and pieces. Engineer Chris Jr. But that name doesn't offend you, by the way, does no, it? No, not at okay, all. In it's, fact, it's way better to differentiate. That's the whole point of it? I didn't want you to think you were being reduced to a silly character on my little show. I'm not a second banana today. That's no, right. Th- you're you're the thing. only banana, actually, because you're the one handling the equipment. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, he's, he's got the banana. On his shirt. That shirt is amazing, actually. <laughs> like we're gonna get a couple of snaps of that because we got to share that and be like, you'll you'll never look as summery as no. Engineer oh Chris Junior because that that is that is Jersey Shore to the fullest. Like all you need it is are, the, the only, only thing you're missing is a Core Brothers soft no, 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 surf. No, 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 no. He's, he's one third the way Dad bod, like. He's got the... Okay, now you're being insulting. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because the shoes need to be... need to be. Um, um, well, he's not wearing cargo new shorts. Ba- yeah, he needs cargo and he's not wearing New, new Balance. balance. Yeah, not so, yet. socks. Not yet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but that shirt, 100%. We're going yeah. to check in on him in 10 years and see where it's at. Because I have a feeling it could... This, this could be the... Speaking, his, of, his speak, peak. speaking of, 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 of dad bods and dad wear, um, I've recently started getting into... Uh, the Duluth trading, you know, they used to make the yes. commercials. Yes. So they actually have a shirt labeled the barbecue shirt. And it's, it, you know, it's just your typical button up plaid shirt. Uh-huh. I have two of them now. You do? Um, yes, I do. And the, <laughs> the, and pa- the pajama top was back ordered. So you'll be getting that. And no, I'm getting a onesie. The bowling shirt. The bowling shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a one- is about to start a whole channel just called The Dadliest Catch. It's just going to be about the you. The Dadliest Catch! You've got it. You've got it down to a science. <laughs> it's like it was created with you in mind. It must be. Oh, God. Right there with my Porter reviews. <sighs> so, <laughs> see, again, you brought it up. So if I circle I, back no, go, go to you and Porter no. later, I don't want to hear, like, I don't understand why you keep putting me in this box. And by porn, box, I, I mean. I said Porta. Oh, I thought you said porn. Yeah, see, he's, uh, this is where his mind is. Keeps making you out to the porn guy. What the hell, man? I mean, <laughs> I mean if he's, I could have the women, that'd be great. To but... be fair, he has a rich history of being the porn guy. <laughs> so I didn't just pull that out of my ass, okay? <laughs> or me. We have hundreds ah! of out. Wow. <laughs> Incidentally, before we get too deep into this, uh, a warning for everybody. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts 
or through the Safari browser on your iPhone. This was a problem a couple of months ago, and apparently it's back. The issue is people are playing the show, and sometimes five minutes in, eight minutes in, 11 minutes in, it'll just start at the beginning again, and but the clock will keep going. Like The counter will keep moving as if the show's continuing to play, even though it inexplicably just goes back to the beginning. It's only happening through Apple Podcasts. It's only happening through Safari. It's only happening on iPhones, period. It's not happening with Google Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Stitcher. So if you want to use any of those apps, you can do that. You go to chrisabala.com and just download the episode to your device, download it locally and play it that way. Because I've looked into this because I was informed that last week's show was having this problem. Actually, a couple and, shows, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you well, that's yeah. And then it was fine again. I went through and made sure everything was up to date on my end. But since it was only happening through Apple devices and Apple podcasts and Apple's browser, I thought, I don't know if it's the website's problem. I don't think it's a, it's a WordPress it's or website backdoor problem. One, it's probably one of their spider problems. Spider meaning their search engine tools. Spider like the guy Joe Pesci killed the shit out of in Goodfellas? He's the problem? Probably. But I mean, maybe. Obviously, Joe Pesci the ghost of spider job, is. right? Yeah, the ghost of Spider is no. fucking with Apple. <laughs> no, but spiders are a search engine tool that, in fact, um, using WordPress, you'll see like what, what uh, words, like if you use Google Analytics, mm-hmm. or at least if they still exist, I don't know if they, Google still even has that for content providers, um, you, you'll, you'll see like what, what meta, metadata it's looking for. And it may be something that Apple is just like not picking up or there's a glitch somewhere. There's a semicolon that's not supposed to be there. Kind oh, of thing. I see. And it's just tripping up the entire playback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because that's what I think it is. Honestly, I think it's just a problem on Apple's end because there are no other. Yeah, I've never. Exp- I use I use Google, Google Podcasts. I have not had a Same. problem with yours or any other podcast I listen to. And I have an iPod, so I do load podcasts onto that, and I don't have a problem. So it must just be a streaming thing when you don't download it, I guess. That's the best I can figure. Download the podcast. Yeah, download it. But uh, otherwise, if if you're having trouble, like I said, go to crystalball.com and just download the episode or use the iHeartRadio app, the Google Podcast app, God forbid, on an iPhone, uh, or Stitcher Radio. You can find it on all of those. How long and ago was it that we're saying, like, don't use Apple Maps, use Google Maps, because Apple Maps will drive you off a cliff? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so. so there we are. Um, anyway, so speaking of dad stuff, here's something we got to get into. We do? Well, I, mean, I, I say so. Okay, it's your show. Even if you don't. Uh, your daughter just had a birthday, and you were actually able to fully celebrate it compared you know, to last in, year. In a way, yes. Um, so, yes, my daughter turned six. Uh as of this recording, two Fridays? Yeah, uh, no. April 30th, April everybody. April 30th, yes. Um, People could be listening to this in nine months. Okay, and so I'm so sorry. So April 30th, this specific. is daughter's birthday, everyone. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, stubborn Taurus. Um, <laughs> I think it was back in it was 11 days ago. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. go ahead. Um, so one of the things that we had planned, we had a little party with um, my family, my mother, my father, my sister. Uh, we just had a little get together at their house. And then with Veronica's family, my wife's family, uh, we went to the Philadelphia Zoo. Nice. Um, oh, no, excuse me. Reverse that. We went with my family to the Philadelphia Zoo. We went to my in-laws. I think you've had enough. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. I we just start. I mean, we we didn't just start. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we've I, been that's talking still only my first class. But yikes. Anyway, um, reverse that. You my, can have that back later. Yeah. My family went to the Philadelphia Zoo. My in-laws, we went down to uh, my brother-in-law's house down in Beechwood. Um, 
and we just had, you know, just let her run around, had a few other. In-laws. So you wait a second. Hang on. Because now, now I have a question. You had a birthday weekend for your daughter. Yes. And she's turning six. Yes. Does that merit an entire weekend? I mean, I have a landmark birthday coming up. I better get the whole month of October. Like I expect well, a lot from you this year. I'm talking <laughs> strippers and tacos around the clock. It's All right. Okay. Chris, October. Cocktober for short. Oh, wait. Mm. That's, that's already that a thing. One. Fuck. That's already a thing. I wish we'd come up with it, but unfortunately, as as with everything, the Stern Show does it first. Yeah. I thought that's what they called it in the biz. I'm sorry, guy. I'm bad at birthdays. <laughs> what, what kind of biz are you talking about, kid? Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So you had, a whole, you had a whole weekend. Now, I, I am at least a little curious. Why the Philadelphia Zoo? Was the Bronx Zoo too aggressive? Yeah. Hey, we got your animals right here, pal. You want a tiger? He's a fucking tiger. He's a fucking tiger. Come see your fucking tiger. What's the matter? <laughs> What's right. the matter? What's you crying for? What, are you afraid of the tiger? Hey, look at this fucking maluk over here. Hey, come right. on over here. All right, so, so. Get some scungeal on a stick right here, everybody. Come on over. Hey, welcome to the Bronx Zoo. Oh, yeah. You want this fucking monkey? Look at this fucking monkey. No, not that monkey. Look this monkey over here. <laughs> Does the Philly Zoo actually have a jail underneath it as well, just like the football stadium? <laughs> And here we go, everybody. We're off to a great start. <laughs> oh, no. It's- Sorry to every- oh, God. Shit. We, oh. we, need a, we need a cough button bad. Yeah, like, you Just do. for Andrew. Just so apologies bleep, to everybody. Just blur my face and everything. Like, I'm not in this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is not going to go well. He's got bad so reception. He has to turn himself off. He all does, him. yeah. Andrew, yeah, Andrew's on. antenna is uh, not working well. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Why the Phillies do, though? Like, what was the... Okay, so honest answer... We were able yes. to get in. We okay. Were able, all right, so what, at least with the Philly and Bronx at the time when we were ordering, you had to pick time slots. You right, just right, 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 right. So my sister actually got us the time slot. I think it was like two to five at Philly because Bronx just was so packed because right. it's New York. Um, yeah, no and, one wants to go to Philly. So they were like, come on in, anybody. <laughs> just show up. We'll let you in. It, it, and I understand why. Because like half the fucking attractions are closed. Oh, really? Have you ever been to the Philadelphia Zoo? No. Chris, have you ever been to the Philadelphia Zoo? I've never been there. Okay. So as, uh, they have like indoor stuff for like the smaller animals, like the lizards or the insects or some of the birds. And sure. Like that. All those buildings were closed. It was only the outdoor stuff. Uh, oh, only stuff. the outdoor stuff. Okay. Uh, and the only time that you went indoors, so to speak, was either the gift shop, which they were only letting, I think, like 12 people in at a time. Uh, and they, mm, like, there was, they actually right, had a right. uh, door guard. And, um, or like to walk through to another exhibit, no stop. Like it was just keep going. I got you. No, no do certain not amount of people go, in, do a, not, yeah, yeah, in a confined space. Exactly. They're trying to keep everybody out of exactly. the confined Which spaces. For me sucked because like, and kind of, I felt bad for my daughter because my daughter seems to be really interested in lizards. Like for some reason, like that's her thing now is like, she likes fucking lizards and whatnot to the point where my mother wanted to go get her a bearded dragon. And I'm like, that's staying at your house. I'm not. What? I'm not doing. What, don't what, what the, don't okay. stop. No, 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 it's no. Babs. I, I, it, <laughs> fucking yeah, right. It is explains. I mean, she raised you. It explains a lot. But it's also like I, I find that so funny. Every every parent I know who then becomes a grandparent is way looser with their grandchildren. She never would have gotten you a, a bearded dragon. Oh yeah. Like, if oh you my were, god. Yeah. If you were if, if you were valedictorian in high school, you would have gotten a bearded dragon. She's six. Yeah. The yeah. fuck is she gonna do with a bearded dragon? Nothing. Sit there. Your mother's like, let's get her a bearded dragon, yeah. and you're like, what the hell? I c- I couldn't get socks when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I'd, I'd even start getting Christmas so, presents until my daughter was born. <laughs> no, that's a real thing, everybody. I, <laughs> no, I, no what, I, what, I, what a I, turn. I, I hear about that, you. and I just, I'm stunned by. Yes. Yes. I, people turn into, like, parents turn into different people and they become grandparents. I'm just fascinated by that. And parents turn into, and people turn into different people when they're parents. Yeah, you turn into your parents, and they turn into <laughs> something Literally, completely different. You just, you just they go. turn into, but, your parents turn into butterflies. They become grandparents all of a sudden. Yes. Ay, ay, ay. Um, no, I, I, I understand. <laughs> but like, like I was saying, like it, it kind of sucked for, for my daughter Liara's sake is because like we couldn't go inside, uh, the Philadelphia zoo with the, the one bird exhibit. It's all, it's, it's in a building, but it's open. I mean, it's birds. Right. So like they're, they're flying around this, you know, like, um, um, a mesh up above you. And <laughs> just keep like, flying into the mesh, <laughs> dropping like, just like a bunch of unconscious birds raining down. Oh, and, that, and so that was the other joke. Now I do need to go to the Philly Zoo. Yeah. That's what's happening. So the other joke, um, and this happened also down in the Cape May Zoo too. They have peacocks, which roam free. They don't have a cage, so to speak. And they yell. It sounds like a nightmare. It does. It, 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 the, now, have you ever seen a wild, an actual wild turkey, like, in the, in the open? Like, I've, oh. I've drank wild turkey. I have not seen a wild turkey. I have actually They're seen. large animals. They are large and they are mean. And they, they don't are give aggressive a fuck. men. They went after my car. Yeah. Like, when I had the Elantra. <laughs> like, you, remember the, you remember the little Oh, one? God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was. Wow. It, the head of the turkey was at the roof of my car. They're big animals. <laughs> and it just. car didn't cave in. I mean, well, it wasn't like, Elantra. It, like, I, I'm, I'm pulling. I'm going down Hope Chapel Road and it, I stop because the thing's in the fucking road. This, you know. Modern day Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, um, it's a, it, they're it the size looks, of Priuses. Everybody, yes. that's how big these wild turkeys are. And, and it just looks at me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of my way! It's <laughs> fluffing itself. Jersey my turkey. Yeah, it's like, you got a Guido turkey. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Run me over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna do shit. I'll break your fucking car. <laughs> so, uh, but Jersey peac- turkeys. But, pe- but if you haven't seen a peacock, so if you know they have leather jackets, they have switchblades, they they do very gotcha. nice dance routines. Coordinated. They sing, please, Officer Krupke. That's no, 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 very no, 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 no. aggressive. That's the, no, that's the Jersey turkey. The peacocks are their gay cousin because they have the fl- flowered. Because uh, they f- they have flair. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> and all right, so uh, th- lots of. They're tangents. the fa- peacocks are the fabulous turkey. They are yes. And now we have that's our episode it. title. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> we're only like five minutes uh, in. We're spinning gold here, everybody, so, like uh, so, that chick in that fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> Rumple foreskin. Uh, uh, oh, God. Could be. Could be. That's, two for two, man. That That's is a- the episode title. Rumple foreskin. <laughs> Damn. Maybe next time, guys. Anyway, yeah. No, so they, they roam free, and like they their call is very distinct and loud. And like, so you'll be at the other end of the zoo, and you hear this noise. I'm not even going to try and mimic it, because... <laughs> No. Um, and you're like, oh, there they are. And when we went the first time to the Philadelphia Zoo, well before uh, Liara was born, um, one of the males saw Veronica and, st- like, showed off. Like, and dis- I'm like, display. Presented itself yes, to, yeah. to your wife. And I'm looking at her and going, you know what he's doing, right? No, what is he doing? He wants to fuck ya. <laughs> like, this bird thinks you're hot. You ever see a bird get strange? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This coughing fit. We're going to have, we got to, I got to do a video of just a, a counter. Like every time Andrew d- devolves into a coughing fit, it's going to be a ding and the number is going to pop up. Here, here. That's a picture. <laughs> that's that's yeah. keep popping up every that's, time I cough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a cough counter. Yes, yes. That's the image. Um, so no, now, see, I just want to do a road trip now and document it, frankly. We're going to get Engineer Chris in and he's going to. 
bring his his gear. He's going to film it. We're going to go to the Philly Zoo and the Bronx Zoo and compare. Because oh, if God. that's the way the wild turkeys and the peacocks are in Philly, I just want to, I could just imagine how they are at the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> Marie, get in the fucking car. <laughs> you imagine gangs ones? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They have high rises. They're just yelling out of the windows. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Hey, shut up. What the hey. shut up? Uh. <laughs> we called him Turkey Coffee Cake because he had a face like a Drake's Coffee Cake. <laughs> A Bronx turkey tail. Oh my god, I want that movie to happen so badly. I don't care if we need to do it as an animated special. I don't care what. You're right. Oh god, Andrew, your face I'm, looks like a tomato. I'm, I'm really worried. We're. <laughs> I'm going to die tonight. We're a third He's of the way. To Welcome to my live suicide note. <laughs> That's right. You hundred dollar a month Patreon supporters. Uh, it's going to be worth every goddamn penny this month. Let me tell you. Just leave the glasses off. You're going to be wiping your eyes constantly. You don't need to see anything. I'm right here and just bask in me. Um, you know, it's funny, like, this is the type of thing I feel like you would not have been up for before becoming a dad. I don't think you would, oh, no, I mean, no, no, no. you wouldn't so, have wanted to go to his, like, if Veronica said, oh, let's go to the Philly Zoo, you would have said no. Like, I think, do you think fatherhood has softened you a little bit? Just uh, a little, I'm not talking so, a lot, so, but compared to how you used to be, you're, you're like, do, you're like Dr. S Dr. Druce. Like, that's you. Because that, once upon a time, it was, I will not have fun in this chair. I will not have fun so, anywhere. <laughs> and... And now so, you're, so, you're like, you're going right, to the right, zoo, right, 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 you're doing a whole no, no, birthday no, no, weekend. No, 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 no. I mean, so, number one, I didn't plan the birthday weekend. That was very much Veronica who planned that. Yeah, number but you still two, went. I mean, yes, on. I suffered both times too because of allergies. So, oh, I thought you were going to say because my, my family or because of your in-laws. No, I mean. no, no, no. I like my in-laws. I've said you that do. before. You probably like them better, actually. But uh, anyway. Well, anyway, no, but like my allergies, again, were were really kicking my ass. And with the Philadelphia Zoo, even though you were outside, they still made you wear a mask uh, because of the yeah. amount of people there. Yeah. So I am full-blown allergy attack, you know, nose running, eyes watering, walking through the zoo with a mask on. It sucked. A mask filled with snot. Yeah, it sucked. <sighs> and, like, this was the point where I'm like, I'm taking this off, and if anybody says anything to me, I'm having respiratory issues. Fuck you. The one time I'm going to put my foot down and I say... I mean, that, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you supposed to do at this point? Like, Yeah. My, like, everything I'm allergic to, which is also everything, is, is trapped in here. Yes. And I, I just, I can't breathe. Yes, literally. And if they ejected uh, you, you could hang out in the parking lot and eat a soft pretzel by yourself. Even, there, and that, then it would have been so like there, your birthday. So there was no there was no parking lot. It's it's on a corner under a bridge. It, the Philly Wait, Zoo what? Are you sure you went to the zoo? Uh, yeah, oh. everything about this well, sounds I horrible. To, I went to Philadelphia. I, that in and of itself I mean, is the zoo. Yeah, he went to a zoo. I don't know if it was the Philly Zoo. Okay. Um, There's just a hobo who trying to sell trying to sell him a watch at the entrance. Andrew had CDs. 25 bucks and they he went in. He DVD play anymore. He's selling DVDs over there. Yeah. It's like guy so, selling Borat bootlegs. Yeah. <laughs> Morat. And a zoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this? It's the Borat sequel, Morat. Yeah, Trust it's me. Jewish version. It's a foreign film. Yeah, it's, it's French. <laughs> That's the title. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, and to retort, I actually like going to animal exhibits, be it a zoo or like Insectropolis down in Tom's River and things like that. Like, really? Yes. I've always... I, I Maybe we just haven't gotten into this in no, the last we, 21 years. No, we haven't. We've never, Interesting. We've never talked about that. The, only, the closest we came... Is when you asked about um, what we had originally planned to be. You know, what did you want to be when you grew up? Kind of nonsense. Oh yeah, and yeah I yeah. turned around and I said I wanted to be an entomologist. Oh, that's not nonsense. We had... But going back, it right, was nonsense right. then. Um, but no, I enjoy, and that was one of the things I said to Veronica before our child was even born was that 
Um, like, you know how bad Veronica is with bees. She's, at, like, phobia level with bees. Yeah, it's... It, yeah. It's intense. I don't, I don't know the words. There, there to, is to explain her... It's it's even beyond a phobia. It's it's not. Whatever's it's, the it's next paralyzing. level. It is... Okay, it is paralyzing. Yeah. So, there is a word. Um. So, like, I said to her, I'm like, I'm not letting our child be that way. Like, mm. I, I, like yeah. I will do everything in my power to prevent that from happening. So she experiences animals and insects and various other things. So now you've raised Winnie the Pooh where she's running headfirst to a beehive. <laughs> yes. Honey. Yeah. She's yeah. not afraid of anything. Oh, honey. She, she actually is. So she actually, there was a yellow jacket. And she's just like, just poking it. Yeah, like, you know, like, like Finding Nemo, just shaking the bag, it's like the, poking the fucking fish tank. The first, the first yellow jacket that flew away from a person yeah, before like, stinging no, fuck it. Yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, I'll I, see you in I'm out of here, yeah. I'm going to rethink my entire life. <laughs> They're coming at us now? Fuck that. Um, so, but no, I, I'm, I'm actually excited that, that Liara has a curiosity for animals and especially animals that aren't pets that you yeah. don't get to experience. This is... Um, yeah, that's cool. So there was, you know, like there, there were there were giraffes there. There was a rhino there um, that you actually got to see. Um, there were a couple big cats. Uh, there was a snow leopard, a puma, or a mountain lion, whatever you want to call it. It's the same animal. Uh, there were li- legitimate lions there. And she was like, I want to, like, I want, what are the, oh my God, they're big and fluffy. Did you, you have to pull her away from any of the bars where she was like trying yes. to squeeze through? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the she thing was, kids she's do. A kid. She's a kid. That 100%, all that stuff you hear about, like, it's a, you know, it's a big fluffy animal, I'm going to pet it. That was Liara. You know, up against the bar, you know, face against any piece of glass that was there. Uh, you know, all, <laughs> that that was my child. And I don't, as much as the, the germaphobe in me is like, get the fuck away from that. The other part of me is like, no, let her be fascinated she, by this. Yeah, she has to be a, a kid. Yeah. That's the thing. As much as you want to be protective, and especially, obviously, with the pandemic and everything and COVID still very much being real. It's you, you want to keep her safe, but at the same time, you don't, you don't want to cultivate fear. I don't want to shelter her. And yeah. And that's it too. It's like, well, she has no kind of fun. Then she's going to grow up and be a head case. Like, yeah, that, that hooks back to, to Veronica because going to the Philadelphia zoo, that was the first time she ever went to a legitimate, not this time, but years ago. Oh, okay. Years ago with, when I went with, I went with her, her brother and her mother. Uh, to the Philadelphia Zoo when everything was open, you could see everything. Um, I imagine her brother was very much like your daughter, even though he was like 22 at the time. Her mother was really yes. It was so crazy because the, you know they were. You people have never been out of Lakewood. That's your problem. Seriously, like all of you. Like I, I've been to zoos before through class trips and various things. So like I knew. I saw zoo videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we did. We, we were lucky enough to go. There you go. We were lucky <laughs> enough to grow up in an era where like those were the school trips. We yes. didn't grow up anywhere cool. Yeah. Like California kids used to go to like Disneyland. I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah, no. Like we didn't, we didn't do that. But we went to, we <laughs> went, went to, to zoos, zoos in Pennsylvania and, at historical and, sites. Uh, and, and uh, Liberty Science Center. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So we got to experience things and, and, and understand life outside of wherever you lived. Um, so Veronica didn't. She was very sheltered and so was her brother and her mother so we went to the Philadelphia Zoo and like watching her the the um the awe on her mother's face when she's sitting there looking at gorillas like you know there's gorilla in this in this enclosure and it's just kind of you know, just doing gorilla shit like rolling around whatever else not flinging poo shut up no I was gonna ask if it was the look of lust no okay <laughs> she's like wow Harambe man I'm already missing that gorilla so much dude <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> sorry 
Andrew's not down with that contingent of the internet. He's yeah. more in line with Christian's oh, I, internet I, I, contingent. I know, I know Harambe dicks out for Harambe and whatnot, but we're, no. I kept my dick no. out for him. I bet you yeah. did. <laughs> Anyone who works in, works in a shared universe probably had their dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> and the podcasters. How so. am I going to narrow down the title of this episode? <laughs> just kidding. It's, the hits keep coming, people. It's all hashtags. The, this whole is. episode is This going to be a lot of really hashtag. fucked up hashtags for this episode. <laughs> So no, but be just, fantastic. just but just the the awe that all of her, you know, her, her brother and her mother mm-hmm. had when looking at these animals that you don't you only see on TV, right? You know, so it's like, you know, she's like, I don't like monkeys. Both her and her mother, I don't like monkeys. Why don't you like monkeys? They're too human. Oh gee, have you heard of fucking evolution? <laughs> like what the fuck? No, we've heard of Jesus. <laughs> oh god, thank God it didn't go there. <laughs> Could've. It absolutely could have. It could have, because your wife thinks she's Catholic. <laughs> oh no, she's an ENC. Wait, what now? An ENC Catholic, Eastern Christmas. That's oh, it. Okay. That's it. Uh, That's right. That's true. If, if that though, like she celebrates Christmas, but does she go to any kind of mass? She tries, or she'll watch it on t- or she'll watch That movies. doesn't fucking count. No, That's not I the know, same I, as I know it doesn't. putting on clothes yeah, well, for okay, others this, to judge you no, in. No, no, yeah. Putting on an obscene hat you and, and going I, to a church. You and I not only had that little bit of an upbringing me, me more so than you oh a lot more than me um, yeah. but we're both Italian so like there was this this precedent set that not only are you going to church you're going to church dressed to the nines mm. you know not to the level of like you see the Episcopalians with their like you said giant hats and you know like oh yeah. lady lady brown hats like that. a beach umbrella yeah, like, just stretch you know, all like, the way out yeah not that but you definitely you didn't go to church in jeans and a t-shirt Oh, God, You no. didn't insult God like that. Well, that's the thing. See, I'm luckier. I think my father, having grown up in Newark, son of Italian immigrants, and getting dragged to church every time the bell rang, was, I think that's why it was easy. Like, when we were younger, we went to a Presbyterian church because my mother was raised Presbyterian. I use that term loosely. Uh, but also, it was kind of like, it was almost Catholic light. Like my dad oh, yeah, could wear absolutely. a tan blazer yeah, yeah, yeah. to church. It wasn't Not necessarily dressed as an eye. I mean, I still had to wear like a clip-on tie and some bullshit like that. Yeah, but, but. you just had a button-up and a clip-on tie. Not a not a windbreaker and, you know, Yeah, it wasn't shoes. like, yeah, nothing that had to go to a laundromat afterwards. Unlike yeah. the typical like Catholic church. In yeah. A stereotypical, I should yes, say. Yes, yes. Catholic church. So I know I put on mass for Christmas. I don't go to mass. Mm-hmm. But usually after the dinner, I'll put it on maybe... 10, 20 pounds, usually <laughs> a lot of mass. Oh, fact. man. Homeboy's got jokes. Aren't we lucky that we we not only bring our particular brand of nonsense here, but, we have but the they engineers. have their own. Yes. We're literally yes. paying them for theirs. How great is this? <laughs> That's the job you want. That's, exactly. These are the, this is why this was, this was kismet. Coming here. Uh, yeah. See, nothing. LA was supposed to be just a complete bust. It was going to be six years of nothing for me. So I can move back to Jersey and find my people here. It was amazing. I'm telling you. It's a real, what do you mean, you people? I have a real. I mean, you. Oh, God. Not in front of the camera yet. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's let's steer away from animals for a moment. Let's go to talk about a different type of animal. Let's talk about the people who still refuse to get vaccinated because I heard a conversation thing. Um, I heard a conversation yesterday in the store and it's not something I was even going to bring up. It's not because I'm like, we've talked enough about the pandemic. A third of the country is vaccinated. Awesome. But unfortunately, on top of all the people who refuse to get vaccinated, the same people who were screaming a year ago about herd immunity are now the ones who are stopping us from that because they won't get the vaccine. So 
Go figure. But I overheard this conversation yesterday when I was at the store between two employees. And one of them was saying how she couldn't go to her cousin's graduation, which was happening out of state, because you had to bring your paper that you got. Yeah, your card to say you've gotten both shots. And she was upset. So she said, well, I'm thinking about getting the vaccine. And my boyfriend said, well, I wasn't going to get it if you weren't going to. But if you're going to, I'll get it, which I think is a stupid mentality anyway. Like, what? why would that have any bearing on whether or not you get the vaccine? I mean, that just seemed kind of weird to me. But they, 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 aside from that. S- now it's an STD. Mm. See that? Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, well, I guess we both got it now, <laughs> whether it's COVID or whether it's a vaccine. But here's the thing. She was this. I'm going to put her, everyone's wearing a mask, so who who can tell, frankly, but I'm going to say she was probably mid-20s, maybe early 20s, probably mid, because if she was going to graduation, I assumed that this cousin was probably younger. And she's talking to another employee who is about a middle-aged woman. I'm going to say 40s, possibly knocking on 50. And she says, well, I don't want to get the vaccine. You know, I wasn't planning on getting the vaccine anyway, because like I'm young and healthy and I'm not really afraid what COVID is going to do for me. And then the older woman says, or going to do to me, I should say, the older woman says, well, also, you don't know what the vaccine's going to do you either. Well, let's see. We got half a million Americans dead from a virus and we have zero dead from the vaccine. I think we fucking know which one's going to do what to you. And I'm thinking this is the problem. People are that stupid. You know what the vaccine's going to do for you. I, after your second shot, we both got Pfizer. Yes. After your second shot, I asked you how you were the day after. You said it felt like you spent the day in the ring with Mike Tyson. Yes. I felt nothing. Yes. I was home editing video clips for the half ass media you, channel all day long. Yeah, I felt nothing. And I, I expected I was going to feel something. I was a little feverish the night before. Like, I'm talking 12 hours after I had, like about yeah. one in the morning. Oh, no, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen instantly. But that's it. Like, I woke up the next day and I was fine. And I kind of expected every, because yeah, biologically, everyone's differently. Chemically, everyone's differently. I know people don't get flu shots because they're knocked out the day after the flu shot. I never feel anything because of a flu shot. I never have. So I thought, all right, maybe I'll get something mild, but I still didn't plan to do anything that day. I made sure I had a light day, which is why I ended up just editing video clips all day. Because I thought, well, I'm not going anywhere. I have nowhere to be. Got food in the house Mm -hmm. and everything. So I said, I can just stay in. I'll be fine. So I ended up being really productive because- Right, you plan, I didn't, you I didn't have any side being. effects. No, Speaking I'm, of which, actually, I'm looking down at, I got. I don't know if it, it probably doesn't show up on camera because of the unforgiving fluorescent lighting, but I have a bruise here because I actually went and got blood work done on Friday. Now it's Thursday and I still have a bruise. And this is a, why- I was a bad phlebotomist. Well, that's why on occasion, and by occasion, I mean once, you know, I'll show up at your place at midnight <laughs> because oh, my God. arm is purple. That was- Oh my God. This is a funny, this is a short story, but yes, it's yes, since we're talking about bruises. This was, the, this was one of those things like, what the fuck are you doing here? It wasn't my call. Okay, so I was coming from, this has got to be 10 years. It must have been 2010, maybe early 2011. Yeah, Veronica was still uh, LPN. She wasn't even an RN. Right, and, and my girlfriend at the time, I was hanging out with her and where she was, was your place was on the way home, basically. Yes. So she said, I'm really worried about the bruise because I gave blood. That's what that was from. Mm-hmm. I'd given blood and the, the bruise didn't look great. It didn't look like this, but it was it had more of a purplish hue to it. And it was a couple of days later and she was concerned. And I said, it's a bruise. It'll be fine. You know, bl- blood yeah, was but, drawn. But, it's but okay. But it did spread. It got, it looked bad. Oh, okay. Okay. So she said, Please just stop by their place. I'm sure they won't mind. Now, clearly she didn't know you and Veronica. Now, mind you, this is also midnight. So you two have been in bed for about three hours already. Yeah. And I said, they're totally going to mind. I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> this will be held against me like you have no idea. But being 
respectful and saying, all right, I, I will do this. I will stop by and see what's going on because there's also a chance I'm wrong. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I've kept my streak alive since, you know, 10-ish years ago. But I said, you know what? There's a chance. So let me just go and, and see what's up. So I went to your place, woke you up. And Veronica checked it out. She said, no, you're fine. I mean, she was also bleary-eyed and sleepy. So maybe yeah, she, just, yeah. she just wanted me no, the fuck no, out and, of your and, place. And, and, and mind you, Veronica has bad vision to begin with. Like she has, you know, like. She, she has literal like Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, like she really she, does. That's why she wears contacts. Mm. So not only like is this, she, yeah. this is the depth of her yeah. lenses. <laughs> this um, glass. Sorry, yeah. people who are just listening. Um, so, so, uh, yeah. So not only is she getting up groggy out of bed, but now she has to fumble <laughs> around and find her fucking Coke bottle glasses uh -huh. yeah. to, to look at Chris's arm, which at the time did look bad. It, 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 you know, you give blood, you, you know, you think about the bend of your elbow. It was on both sides of the bend, the bruise was. It, was, it wasn't like super dark or anything, but it just but co it it covered, it covered a lot of landscape. Yes. Let's put it that yeah. way. So, I mean, I can There's a lot of real estate taken up by this where, bruise. Yeah, yeah and, where his girlfriend was like, listen, it looks a little, little, it looks bad. Have someone who has somewhat of a medical right. profession. Well, she didn't want me to go in the emergency room or anything like that, and oh. I got it. So, There's a nurse who's not really on call who I'm going to go bother yeah. by waking right. up her and her husband. So, and it became a running joke. Like for a little while, she would, Veronica would just send me pictures of like, like if she had a paper bruises. cut or something. Yeah. And it's like, hey, does this look like something's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> like, does this look infected? Oh, you, you bitch. <laughs> and then Dan started sending her pictures of toilets. Yep. That was a great, that's, that's a long distance yes. callback yeah, to like the that. only podcast that matters a long time ago, which is another. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah, we'll revisit that. That'll be probably some bonus material because Andrew and I are going to reflect on some uh, coming up on the only podcast that matters. Another anniversary, which happens every year, and uh, the five-year anniversary of the Guide to Life series as well because mm. that's coming up in June. Mm. Um, anyway, so the idea that people are so hesitant to get the vaccine still and that there is this perception of, oh, I'm healthy, so I'm not worried about what COVID's going to do to me or I'm not worried about COVID, but I'm worried about what the vaccine's going to do to me. I mean – it's, it's so funny, too, because I'm not saying necessarily around here, although I'm not going to give everybody in New Jersey a pass just because it's a state I'm from. But I do find it funny that these people who don't want the vaccines are afraid of what's in it are celebrating all over the place when the McRib comes back. Who knows what's in that? But they'll put that in their bodies. No problem. You, no reluctance. The you, shamrock shake, the McRib, they're down. A, a shamrock, medical vaccine. Sh sh forget shamrock it. shake can cure depression. I, I will stand by that. Is that right? Every March, you can you can ask Veronica. I am waiting for them to put that green food coloring in a fucking <laughs> in, vanilla in, shake. In a, a potato that's been in a magic bullet. Yeah. <laughs> with some vanilla extract yes. and some green food coloring. And I don't care. I know it's bad for me, but it makes me happy. Everything that's bad. That's kind of your criteria for if it makes you happy, it must be bad. It's bad. Yeah, so. I think George Carlin had that title somewhere. Probably. <laughs> Oh, McDonald's is going to start selling like not a, like a regular combo meal. It's going to be a McRib, a Shamrock Shake, and a line of cocaine. And that's well, going to be the thing sign that you me just, the fuck up. It's on you brand. Put in your body and won't take the vaccine with. You. Yeah, exactly. Or if you want to substitute the cocaine for meth, it's an extra three dollar upcharge. But oh, otherwise, man. and a tooth. One. Tooth. Yeah. That'll be well. well you're you're gonna leave those at the table anyway yeah. when on your way out. If so you even have them. Be I'm sure these will cover it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. They're testing it out in certain states below the Mason-Dixon line right now. But I do. I find that so fucking weird. Like, you won't take what's in the vaccine. Like, you don't trust that. You trust COVID. You trust the virus more than you trust the vaccine. Especially, again, over 100 million people have been vaccinated. Nobody's died. Nobody. So, so, so here's my, my thought on this is, number one, since the beginning of the pandemic, I have been saying that people don't trust the government because the pandemic, the the, the virus, COVID, is in, is quote unquote invisible. I mean, obviously you can see it under a right. microscope or something right. like that, but like to the nor- naked eye, it's an invisible enemy. So it's not a wound. It's not a plane flying into the twin see towers. It, so it's harder to verify. It's right up there with people talking about God and people, you know, all this other shit. You know, yeah. because it's invisible. You can't. You have to have faith in a system. Do you guys believe in air? <laughs> I use that. I use that. One air, someone, gravity, wind, a lot of stuff. Seriously, I use none that of that. On, but on the Lord, the, yes, the air, the air shit. Because it's like you know, someone started touting you know the whole bullshit about you know the it's not real. It's a government experiment. I'm like, what are you breathing right now? Yeah. Can you see the air? I, no. Do you have to believe in the air, or can you? Do you just know? So like it, it's that, that is, con- but it's like, also such, though, it's like it's the, such a dumb American perspective though. I, I can't, when, no 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 I can't you can't say it's American anymore. I mean yes we are a oh. a horrible we are horrible when it comes to things like this. But there are plenty of other countries that are um, that that still have this mentality of they're either going to use home remedies for it like like right now in India as of this recording um, they're suffering bad because of the variants. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And there is a contingent of people in India right now, and there's video footage of this, who are washing themselves with cow dung <laughs> to stop the virus. <laughs> this stuff stinks so bad, even the virus is going to run. <laughs> so when weird... initially, in my skeptical mind, I'm like, all right, it's India, so cows are sacred to begin with. So it's yep, sort it's of a true. religious tent. It's true. It's kind of a religious it's, depending on where you are in India, it can get very dirty, very uh, poor. So, you know, uh, medical facilities and just health in general might be lower. Right. And I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to sound like racist or anything. I'm like, this is just what, this is where my mind goes. But it's not just America coming up with their bullshit anti-vax. I'm not going to trust Big Pharma. How did this come out so fast? I hate that fucking question. Chris, how did it yeah. come out so fast? Are well, you he, saying there wasn't an outbreak before 2003? Are you there? saying that COVID, <laughs> as in coronavirus, has existed since God knows when? <laughs> SARS? <laughs> yeah, Swine exactly. Yeah. You're saying there might be some basis for this? Get out. Well, I mean, You mean the doctors haven't been working on this since the fucking 80s? <laughs> no. Dude, it's... I get that they're going to be the whack jobs who don't want it, who don't trust big pharma. But it's just the idea that the that COVID-19, the pandemic itself, the idea that it's just a myth by the American government when the whole world has been affected by this. And especially the people, sorry, but the right wing nutters who just insisted it was all about the election last year and people trying to sabotage 45. No, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with that. It didn't fucking start here. So even the no. idea that it was something that the government unleashed or, you know, the baby-eating oh, well, Hollywood elite well, unleashed it, on it America. Was, it, was the, it was the baby-eating Hollywood elite because we sold the secrets to Wuhan and the, the, the doctors that were making it, it was going to be a biological weapon. And that's why the doctor died over in China. And it came over here and it was written in a book. And Bill Gates is going to be putting a microchip in you. And you, mm. Yeah. Well, actually, Wuhan's the symbol company. 
they were oh, making see, really yes. shitty symbols, man. And they were like, oh, we <laughs> can't like, have this we tone. Gotta get into, we're going to get into biotech instead. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of Umbrella Corp? Percussion. <laughs> this isn't working out. Yeah, what's that? Resonant what Resident now? Evil. Let's yeah, watch yeah, that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what this is about. Something about a virus that's going to destroy society. And there, there's how many games? <laughs> oh, eight. Hundreds. We've got a lot of source material. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, oh man. The village is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Tangent. Uh, in anyway. a good way? Yeah. Well, well I think no, it looks only awesome. For the, only for the game. It's fucking... Rid- it, it looks really, really cool. If you played the original games, you gotta, you got to follow the story now. I haven't course. played Resident Evil forever, but I did see that, and I'm like, maybe it's time for... A, well, I got again, I got the vaccine, so I was like, maybe it's time to get an Xbox. <laughs> oh, and Resident <laughs> Evil Village. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, it looks so good. It really it does. Re- like, on a next-gen system, it looks... No, it, it's all for, it's all first-person. It's disgusting. But you have to play... <laughs> yeah, in the best to, way. You have to play 7 before you play Village 8, because it's oh, the really? same, same character. Oh, really? Same first character. Yeah. Same character. Ah, uh, okay. But so, it's worth it, because... That, it seven, sounds like a lot of work. 7 was also worth it, because it, yeah. it was a total genre flip. They oh, reinvented yes. the entire game again. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not what... You remember, like, Resident Evil 1, Chris Redfield, well... No, I played, I played, I played 5. Oh, you, okay. Five was oh, okay. great. For five was amazing. So the, that being said, you'd really enjoy it. Yeah, it was. I trip. almost bought a 360 when it, the bundle had five. I remember I got yeah. a really big tax refund in 2009. I was like, I think I'm going to buy that Xbox 360 bundle with the Resident Evil Five. I've got yeah. some free time now. <laughs> Maybe no, it, it's it's it, the fact that it's first person really fucks with you. Oh, I have no doubt. You know, I haven't really played, I, I, but I haven't played. I mean, even that 2009, so 12 years ago was yeah. Resident Evil 5. So it's been forever since I played the one, game. The game is really that. hands on. I hope you don't like your left hand. <laughs> da, 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 da. You get it back, though, <laughs> for a little bit. Really? Yeah, for for You sure you don't just Luke Skywalker it and walk around with a robotic oh, yeah. hand? Again. Da, all right. No spoilers, everybody. No spoilers. Check out Resident Evil Village. Uh, go to chrisball.com, click through the Amazon banner, and uh, buy Ooh. Resident Evil Village. Um, no, uh, yeah, so, but, but yes, that whole thing of, of not believing because it's an invisible thing. Yeah. Um, and not just taking, uh, or, or you are taking for granted, or I, I don't know how to phrase it properly, but the idea of, I don't see this happening to me in my circle of people. Yes. So it doesn't, ex- it either doesn't exist or there, it's being... It's overblown. Um, yeah, it's overblown. If it does exist, it's overblown. Yeah, yes. we have we have people like that in our circle who act like I know this isn't real. This isn't really a big deal because they uh, there are thankfully people who are lucky. And the, the thing that bothers me about that mentality, honestly, is if they don't know anybody who's been affected by it, either anyone who suffered long term damage, who has died, or anything like that. If in their in their personal life, anecdotally, Lack or at least through empathy. Facebook, well, that. But I'm saying. It's the idea that they will not regard this time if they get through without having lost anybody. They will not regard it as bullet dodged. That honestly really bothers me because it is a bullet dodge for all of us who have survived this because you say, oh, it's such a small mortality. In New Jersey, it was 7%. It was really high in New Jersey, the mortality rate, like higher than the average. I mean, everyone wants to average the world. Which but, is which is only not a point oh nine or some nonsense like that. Exactly. When you average everybody together, but we're, we also live on top of each other. A lot of states like New Jersey, what are we, the East fourth, Coast. like the fourth most populated state something or like something that. like yeah. densely populated state. Yeah. So the fatality rate is a lot higher here. Yeah. And just that, and now, I thought. And, see, and, that's and, great. And, if and, seven and, out of a hundred people are dying from the same thing, no matter what it is. Yeah. Coronavirus or anything else. A hundred. That, that's enough to give me out of pause. Are dying. And you're like, no, nah, fuck themselves. Yeah, like, eh, whatever. I, I find that to be insane. I mean, obviously a lack of empathy or even just sympathy. So 
it's are, so that and I mean that kind of connects with like so I have a, I have a problem with the forced empathy like all of a sudden you have to you have to care about people and I, I and like like when it comes to people who are like we've talked about plenty of times on mm-hmm. either this show or the only podcast or whatever where it's like you know gay rights or anything like and you're they're trying to force their viewpoint on you this is not one of those things no one this virus doesn't discriminate against your political party, against your religion, True. against your fucking skin color. Just because we're American. Just, yeah, because we're not going to get fucking, this. We're stronger than a virus. We're not. We're, we're not. not. 500,000 dead. We're fucking human. And still tens of thousands of new infections every day, by the way, despite a vaccine. But uh, look, I'm not trying to bring anything down. I'm not trying to we are make do- it like we, another we are, thing about right, the pandemic. So but we are o- doing, over a year into we're this. Doing, we're doing better. More people uh, right now, I think more than half of at least New Jersey has been vaccinated. I think it's like 60-something percent right now. And, and now they've opened it up. Even all the mega sites, like the county mega sites up in the Meadowlands by me, but all of them, they're just, they're walking, just to, come in. Back to your point, now the, now now it's gotten to the, that last uh, uh, um, uh, 30, 35% are the people that are like, no, fuck you, I'm not getting it. Well, that yeah, at the point, I feel For like everyone reason, I know who wanted to get a vaccine has gotten it. Yes, I don't know anybody who hasn't gotten one who is planning on it. I know. I mean, there's still I, I know of two couples who have said, well, I want to wait and see what happens. Like nothing's happened. Like, wait for what? Yeah. I mean, how only, many years are you going to wait? Only until... one vaccine had a severely negative side effect. And that was a Johnson and Johnson one. And that and was seven, seven cases of blood in clots. Italy. Out of, out of how many vaccines? No, I'm just asking. Like, if, oh, everyone, wants to, if everyone wants to tout the numbers, like, well, yeah. let's look at it when okay. it doesn't and, support and your what, case, what the numbers what, are. And then what happened? They The CDC and the, the World Health Organization said, no, pause it right now. Mm. Johnson Johnson, get back on your shit. Fix this problem. And it, I mean, it's, in my mind, it's kind of a joke because it's Johnson & Johnson. The joke, the, that, the fact, once I heard that they were creating a vaccine, I automatically left. I'm like, oh, who's going to get cancer now? Because they have a bad reputation, right. unfortunately. <laughs> But that wasn't going to stop me from if that was the only one I could get. Yeah, you were going to get it. I, I get it. Yes, there were seven people that got that got ill from a vaccine. Most of the people got ill from the vaccine. I, like Chris said just before, felt like I went two rounds with Tyson. Yeah. It sucked. For a day, but then... But then afterwards, it was just, eh, grogginess, go back to work. Yeah. Okay. worth it but yeah. worth it uh, yes there's no part of you that was like ah you know what if i didn't have to go through that day i'd say fuck the vaccine so no part of you that thinks that no 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 no. if it was only a day like if it was a week eh, now you're pushing it because yeah that, that's i mean a little... then it's not a vaccine no, then it's no, like you're literally... there's something in this man yeah, yeah. there's a bruise <laughs> yeah i have yeah. this bruise for a week later after why everything. do i have a tumor you know, yeah, if it's something like that. This isn't a tattoo. Like, Which, by the way, I thought it was blood tests, but it turns out that they're actually harvesting my DNA to create super soldiers. It's just like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Except imagine Captain America's superpower was being a big mouth. So that's what you're going to get a series of after this. Nobody's so going to have super so strength want, so or they, anything. So, so, so they want a lesser version of Howard Stern. Thanks for the insult. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're nothing but a lesser version of how to, all right. I've been called worse. I, I know you have. In a sophomore year, someone told me I look like Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> speaking of crazy people, and I'm not him. Not, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have respect for Tom Cruise because he told off those fuckers who wouldn't wear a mask. Uh, so I have some, and he sent back his Golden Globes. Uh, that's that's ballsy. So you know what? I have respect for him. And he's also one of the nicest. I no bad stories about Tom Cruise. He's one of the nicest guys that I've heard about in yeah. the business. But anyway, uh, so but speaking of crazy people, and to piggyback on what we talked about 
back in Cape One, uh, excuse me, One Fifty One, when I was saying how I had, I was questioning whether or not I could continue listening to Iced Earth because oh, yes. founding member John Schaefer was one of the traitors who stormed the Capitol on January sixth, and I said I don't know if I could reconcile this. You know, there uh, there are people who you can. How do you separate the art from the artist? How can you look at like what they made and say, you know, Bukowski was a woman beater. Right. Is Bukowski's work great? Yes. And there's stuff like that. Yeah, Cosby. It's like, can you look at, do people still watch? Now can you look at Cosby's show and go, that man raped women. Yeah. But But he also like donated, like Chappelle had the best ever. Yeah. Like what? what He saves more than he rapes. You know, that whole thing was a great. It's a very, it's a conundrum. Yeah, it's like it, Kelly. It's, how are you supposed to get down with that now? Now that you know he yeah. uses people as toilet seats. Uh, exactly, yeah, underage yeah. girls as toilet seats. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's an interesting area. So, in a different way, I thought I don't know if I'm going to be able to listen. To, I, I mean, I only like a certain period. I like the the uh, Matt, Matthew Barlow fronted era of Ice Earth, the late '90s, early 2000s. The Todd McFarlane covers. Well, d- the Dark Saga, and then um, something wicked this way comes was the next album. Like those albums are great, really, really great. But Anyway, so we talked about that back on Cape 151 yes. Yes. about how I had feelings about that. Well, here's the interesting thing. So he finally turned himself into the FBI. He went through the whole process. How could he not? He here's, was on a fucking poster. Uh, yeah, like there's pictures of him everywhere. Yeah. And video, too, yes. yeah. of him getting uh, loud and very unfriendly with a cop. Yes. Guy who probably has a Blue Lives Matter sticker on his truck. But anyway. Yeah. No, it's a Punisher logo, dude. It's cool. Oh, I oh that pisses Andrew off so like the Punisher is Andrew's favorite character in yeah, the history like, of literature. Yes, and yeah, Officer Castle. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's my man. Stand with the boys in blue. What? Oh, <laughs> wait, Punisher wasn't a cop. Oh, dude. <laughs> he was a herald of Galactus. It's cool. A- a- Andrew's head's gonna pop right off he his neck be a with anger. Of Galactus. <laughs> There's a whole storyline about it. <laughs> Isn't well, what if? No, no. There's a whole thing where the Punisher becomes. There was the a run animal? of really. Oh, As now Ghost Rider. Uh, now Andrew's oh, back in. Okay. Yeah. Right, now right, Andrew's right, back right. in. Now Andrew's gonna still reclaim he, he his comic the book Venom geek title. At one point. So anyway. Well, anyway. So my point is, all of the, his his court case is starting to shake out. Now, here's where I land on this because he's copping a plea. To reduce his jail time. I'm sure he's going to end up going to jail in some capacity. I hope so. But he's copping a plea. And part of that plea is snitching on other traitors. Mm -hmm. Here's the interesting part to me. Now, I will say, I feel like the future of Iced Earth is uh, a bleak one, if there is one at all. No, they they need need to rename. Everybody quit. Yep. And the label dropped them. And while that doesn't necessarily stop, he's been the only consistent member in the last, I think, 30 years they've been around. But... I don't know who's going to book them. I realize there's a certain contingent of people who are going to go to the show at this point. But I I feel like, well, only if he's there. Exactly. I feel like there's not much of a future when it comes to what has been his livelihood for his adult life. But here's the thing. If the government's so terrible that you wanted to overthrow them, why are you negotiating with them? And why are you turning over other people who are there to help you overthrow the government so that they can be arrested and have jail time as well? When you really believed, I mean, I would have, I can't say I'd have respect for it, but I could at least appreciate if this is a sword he wants to die on. Like, yeah, the government needs to be overthrown. I regret nothing. And then the guy dies in prison. He's keeping with his conviction. Exactly. At least if he's stuck with it, that's fine. But instead now the idea of like negotiating and ultimately for selfish reasons, like, well, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in jail. I'm going to turn other people in 
who were doing the same thing I was doing for it. So I now think he's that's a such double a, trader. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's like he's, he's a hypocrite. He wasn't a true patriot. Yeah. God, I hate how that word has been destroyed. That, that word has just been completely aborted. Let's be honest. The idea that it's a patriot. Like, no, it's not patriotic to storm a government building. It isn't patriotic fact, to try to. In fact, that's one of the original, I, I don't know if it's a constitution or amendment or where it was. but And, and this is a serious question. And, and sure. for anyone out there that knows um, legalese, mm. as far as I understand it, that's a death death sentence. Being a, I mean, being a being, traitor being is a yeah. sedition yeah. and being a traitor. Yeah, sedition, yeah. And sedition and, tra- and traitor, being a traitor, treason. Is, there treason. We there we go. They knew there was a word. Treason. Treason is a death sentence. They stormed. Stormed. There is multiple videos from perpetrators of them breaking in, climbing gates, fighting cops, bloody blah, blah, killing blah, cops, killing cops. Blue lives matter unless they try to stop us. Yeah, like. How is that not, not? How is that not treason? How does that? Yeah. How does that not fit with this definition? Treason, and why sedition, aren't the people like? Why aren't we holding this, holding them accountable to the extent of the law? I agree. Same with the, the enablers in Congress. Yes. Oh yeah. Same yes. with them. They should oh, be re- yeah. fucking removed. I mean, they should have been, but this this shouldn't just be swept under the rug. And again, it's one of those things where, all right, if you want to stick by your principles and say I did this, I do believe the government needs to be overturned, and you want to rot in jail, cool. Like. I'm sorry, but put that, some that's put some moral. skin in the game. Don't yeah. just show up with fucking bear spray to take down some cops and you know, like so, act like you're so, gonna lynch Mike so, Pence. Like fuck it, if if you believe in this, then fucking die for like, it. And honestly, he's one of those idiots who says like I don't believe in the government, but I believe in the Constitution. What? Yeah, aren't they the same? Person? I'm an anarchist. Well, not really. If you believe in a document so and you support cops, the go- yeah. Like then, how are you an anarchist? Everyone's how is it really you good in- at these mental gymnastics, dude. We should have a mental Olympics. Honestly, I, t- I, it, it, it exhausts me just talking bias. about it. It's a hell of a Dude, drug. It, yeah. I, anyway, it, it's one of those things that I just find funny in terms of it, at the end of the day, it's really just about you. You're so, really so just saving kind, your so own, kind of piggyback saving your that. own ass. Um, as of this recording, um, Liz Cheney. Is yes. Yeah. Liz Cheney was just released from the GOP. Exactly. The daughter of the devil. Yes. She was is just, not good enough for the modern Republican Party. <laughs> yes. She was just released. She was just released from the GOP. And one of Well, the, from leadership. She's not yeah, released, from any she, leadership. Right, from any leadership yeah. roles in but, the party. Well, they're, they're shunning her completely now. Well, yeah, and she's 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 done. She's persona non grata. She's yes. excommunicated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh during an uh, during a news piece I was watching yesterday when this all unfolded, and again, I'm very in the dark about what exactly happened. I just know that the GOP doesn't like her anymore. Um, because she's not supporting the, the big lie. I mean, yes. that's it, in, in a sentence. Yeah. That's anyway, what it is. Um, she's saying like, no, this, was, this asshole another, encouraged these people. Yeah, that's what she's saying. There was another uh, GOP spokesperson that turned around and said that the traitors that ransacked the Capitol building mm-hmm. were there peacefully. There are is video of them taking photos and walking through the halls. Yeah, and there's I want to also- know what fucking drugs he was on and I want his rose-tinted glasses because do you understand how better my life would be if I had whatever the fuck he did? Yeah. If I'll you saw what he's having. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you saw that evil as being like, eh, it was no big deal. It, it wasn't. I can't believe like there's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing wrong with this. They were they were basically there's, tourists. There's part of me. They that, came to see the Capitol. There's part of me that that I know out there. There are literally just trolls. There's people that are doing this just to continue a reaction. Totally. 
um, um, from other people. Yeah. And they don't, they do not stand behind it. They're just doing it to do it. You know, and, and, and it's a very large portion, portion of the internet. However, oh, without a doubt. However, there are individuals that truly believe that this, didn't, like the moon landing was fake and this didn't happen when there is insurmountable evidence. No, they were Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> they were holograms, it was, dude. A, a, a hologram, it was stage. It was, yeah. it was BLM. It was Antifa. All, yeah, exactly. It was, you know, all these very, it wasn't us though. Really? Because there's a lot of you on film who have a, a long history on social media of posting pro 45 propaganda and believing everything you said. Like th those are the people who have literally been photographed. Those are the people who when, stole so, shit. So, so, and you're telling me they were surrounded by Antifa the whole time and didn't pick up on it at all. Yeah. yeah. Antifa is that conniving. They are. You don't understand. But I mean, even the idea. Well. What's, What's that? They're that weak as just as they exactly, are. Exactly. Yeah. It's like Antifa is a bunch of pussies. Oh yeah. I don't and know. I, no one I, it's hard for me to be mad at Antifa just because the name anti-fascist. I can't say I'm against that. I'm not saying I'm supporting Antifa. I'm just saying the name. That I'll support the name. Uh, yeah, the name is like, well, yeah. But take the a look actions? at that. No, my Antifa is pissed. She <laughs> has gotten no reputation now, dude. You are just full of dad jokes. Tonight. I uh, am. He is. He's got. He's dressed. Can you actually come over here and show your yeah, fabulous you shirt yes, off? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're gonna have a picture need, of this. We but need this. by the way, if you didn't notice, there was a gun between Andrew and I. So and you started with two podcasters. Only one's walking out of here. And here we are. Yes. And, and I'm the one who's walking out. Yes, because obviously the because he's the most off. fabulous. Look at that. Look at that dad shirt. Dad jeans. Look at that stone wash, baby. Oh my God, you're wearing slip-on shoes for Christ's sake. Who ties shoes anymore? I bet you're going back in your car and listening to Yacht Rock. Oh, dude, I'm going to put on... Yeah, he's going to he's gonna be listening to Jackson Brown and the Eagles all the way home. <laughs> Zach Brown Band. <laughs> Zach Brown Band. <laughs> We're going to grill some burgers tonight, boys. Oh, shit. You're getting a Father's Day gift sent here. You watch. <laughs> you watch. We're going to drink Coors Light, have some hot dogs. Those Andrew's going to wear his, his fancy new barbecue shirt. Yes, yes. It's going to be flip, awesome. With flip flops and socks. I'm ready. Oh, God. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to go throw up. You guys finish the show. <laughs> so, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at that. I caught him right in the middle up. of a sip. Awesome. So, speaking, since we had an engineer over here and it's dealing with music, and we were kind of going that way with the yes. third yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I know Chris did because we did a little show prep before, but uh, Chris, Chris Jr., um, did you hear the story about the guitarist from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and him finding a lost person? No. Okay, so, um, and now let me preface this because it's going to sound very self-indulgent. Uh, of you? Uh, no, 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 of him, okay. of the guitarist. Now, I saw them two years ago, if that helps. Nice. At but, the well, that must be the reason he was able to save somebody. Yes, it had yes. to be because he was blessed by your presence. Both of you are musicians, <laughs> and obviously now you're doing podcasting and stuff like that. Andrew used to be until he traded his just stop, just fancy stop. Warwick bass for a fucking gun, but go on. Anyway. Um, I know, right? Anyway. <laughs> um, but the idea that you um, understand how to craft a sound and you look for nuances in that sound, whereas the listener may not get the same experience that you do when listening to music Correct. or producing the music, all right? So you, in a way, have trained your ears, your, your ear muscles, quote-unquote, to hear and perceive things that a normal, everyday listener does not hear. We're, we're dialed into something that just a casual listener wouldn't be? Sure. Yes, so if you if you have any musical skill at all, yeah, yeah, I that, think that's, that's I think I mean. it's fair to say even so a, on a basic level, I feel like you're happened, dialed into something different. What had happened was there was a, a gentleman who got lost for uh, I think it was a, a couple hours uh, up in the mountains in Clay County, 
and uh, this is where the guitarist is from, uh, from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. And he volunteered because he's like, listen, I know the area. Let me go help and try and find this gentleman. Uh, Winters is his last name, the hmm. guitarist. And he's like, um, so he goes out with a search party and he's part of the, the the ground search party, like with the ATVs and everything and doing the line, walking through the forest and whatnot. Got it. And he claims that because he is an active musician and spends time in a studio, he was able to pick out the 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 gentleman, David, I don't remember his last name, um, Sorry, we're not cry, new show. crying for help before anyone else. Like everyone else had already moved on, including his own wife, um, had kept going forward. And he's like, no, I hear something over here. And it was, it, it turned out to be this actual guy, this guy, David, who was crying for help. And he's, um, the guitarist turns around and says that, uh, it's because he's an active musician and his ears are trained to hear things that the common person, so to speak, he didn't use that term. Right. Um, but he's, uh, he's he, dialed into a sound, like something sounds off. off. You friggin' normies, you can't hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm better than you. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's why I made the, the preface of... The, he didn't the use those words. Yeah, that's yeah. strictly Andrew. No, yeah. Um, but do you feel that... The, the man saved the life. We're not taking that away. But the idea of him being a musician and being able to pick out the faint cries of help from someone who was lost in the woods, essentially... Do you feel that that is actually a viable thing, or do you think he got lucky? I believe that's something. That's I believe, yeah, because I like, believe picking up. If I hear the fridge is running at four hundred, uh, what is it? Hertz, uh, not mm -hmm. the not the kilohertz, but that, yeah, yeah. and that's that's something that someone would be like, wow, that fridge is making odd noise. They wouldn't mm -hmm. be like, oh, well, that's a frequency, and a frequency makes a note, right? Mm -hmm. Or they wouldn't be listening for something that would be like, I'd listen for complete silence. They wouldn't be listening for something that's like, right. oh, I hear ambient noise. Mm -hmm. You know, right. I feel right. like I'm looking for something that's not there as a musician. I'm trying to make. Something you're molding an invisible object. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I feel like yeah, I could totally see that where I would I would stop and listen for something because like that doesn't sound yeah, that doesn't sound normal. It, it's yeah, like, it, it, it's kind of one of those things like that's not, that's not the golden ratio that does that makes me you know kind of, it, the force uh, is disturbed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it, it a does. Disturbance yeah. In the force. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I agree with you guys. I just wanted to hear your take on it because it's one of those things like um, uh, let me just say. Ditto. <laughs> I can't say it better than even. No, he, he's right. It's one of those, like, um, like I can hear different sounds that my wife can't eat. She's like, how'd you hear that? I'm like, what do you mean? How did I hear that? Like, I th you can't like, why mm, am I right? Right. And like, I am not nearly as ta you know talented as you guys and have not done it as long as you guys musically. Yeah, I know. Pick you up 30 down, pick you up 30 down. That's right. <laughs> That's usually my routine with you, but we're switching up this week. Right. Right. Um, so, but I, I definitely do feel that, yes, he, he used his, his power of oral. No. Wrong Whoa. <laughs> oral. 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 His oral, oral fixation. fixation. <laughs> wow. To, to help find this gentleman who was lost in the woods. I don't have the power of oral anymore. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> We out of time yet? <laughs> There's the show are, we, title. are we done? Are we done? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you. Okay, so we're on a music track. So yes, let's keep going. Speaking of a music-related news, 
And also another follow-up from back in Cape 154. We talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. How the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a joke. Well, they actually announced the 2021 class. And I just want to review in case people don't know. You may have heard. You may not have. You may not give a shit. So the people who are getting in are Jay-Z and Foo Fighters, which we figured anyway because they're modern. Shockingly, Rage Against the Machine did not get in. Uh, Todd Rundgren. Tina Turner and Carol King, who oh. I absolutely voted for, or I would have voted for, I right. should say, but I said, like, they need to be in, no question. Yeah, Tina, come on. And the Go-Go's, hmm. which the Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, I uh, mean, or even the Go-Go's, Shaka Khan. Hmm. I mean, look, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a joke. That's basically what we spend a solid 10 to 15 minutes on back in on that episode. On- that episode. On that episode. <laughs> I was going to say, well, there's plenty more where we destroy them. Yeah. Especially when Rush was inducted. But the idea that, I mean, there was an interview given, which I shared on my Instagram story of the head of the Rock Hall saying like, well, because they, they've been accused of not respecting metal because people like, funnily enough, I didn't know that like Tom Morello is on the committee, the committee that actually does oh, really? nominate and vo- like vote to induct. Okay. But they actually do make a case. And it was him... I think Dave Grohl, there were a few of them who were talking about Kiss. Like they were saying, you can't not have Kiss in. Even if it's not your genre, you can't deny the influence of Kiss. Like you can't disregard this band after all of these years. Like you need to make a case. And the Rock Hall's never made. I mean, he said like they haven't made room for metal. Like they nominated Judas Priest and they didn't get it. He did a great interview with Howard Stern. If you haven't heard, if you're a SiriusXM subscriber, get on the app. Check out Tom Morello. Tom Morello. Yeah, did a great interview with Howard. And, and actually broke down all of this, said they actually do make a presentation. He's like, I'm not making a presentation in favor of Rage Against the Machine because that's too self-serving. It's favorite, yeah, it's and I feel like there's so many people who are more dis- – Iron Maiden deserves it more than Rage Against the Machine, which is absolutely true. Yeah. As great as Rage is, yes. you, you can't deny like Iron Maiden has a solid 15 years on them no, in terms and of no just radio existing. Play. Yeah, and you know, no radio play. That's yeah. true. I mean while Rage. Rage's radio play was limited – it, was it's, still there. it still existed yeah. for a while. Like they still had a, they were still mainstream for the a last window. Twenty years, I would say. Totally. Iron Maiden getting very vocal radio play. Exactly, but because they're they qualify as classic rock. Yes. That's the only reason they weren't getting. I mean, when when my senior year, when Brave New World came out, and the Wicker Man was out, I had to, I had to buy the single. I had to buy the, the single from the UK. Because you couldn't get anywhere. This is before streaming. This is before you had access to anything. I had to go to Vintage Vinyl, pay 11 bucks, and get the three-track CD single from the UK because you couldn't you couldn't hear the song on the radio. No. I knew it was out because they released a video. You could watch a low-res video on like AOL or something like that. That's so I love that, but I said, I, I need to do And thankfully, I knew there was a record store I could go to where I could buy the single. I knew they were going to have a shitload of it. And I picked it up, and I played that to death until the album came out, which I then played to death. <laughs> and... I mean, I even had back in my first car. It came with a, a radio cassette deck combo. I even bought Brave New World on cassette just so I could have a copy for the car and had the CD at home. And I did that with a bunch of Iron Maiden albums, which I then bought on cassette. But uh, anyway, I, I mean, there's still a joke. I like that the, there are people actually making a presentation for metal bands because basically the, the head of the Rock Hall, when asked specifically about this in an interview just a day or two ago or last week, if you're listening to this one, it goes up. He said, well, we've we've nominated, you know, like Def Leppard's in. Def Leppard's not metal. No. But uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. It's like, well, they've been nominated. But also, you know, we, we have so many nominees every year. Everybody can't get in. And my argument is, why not? You're a museum. That's it. 
You're a fucking museum. You're, you're a hard rock cafe in one location. That's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, honestly. There's no reason they can't have seven nominees, five legacy acts to catch up. If you're, if you're actually serious about it, you can have five legacy acts get in and two freshman nominees. Freshman. Just so to what, play catch up. What, what, what are these definitions? Like, so I'm saying anybody. What, 25? No, legacy is anybody who is well over 25. Okay. I say 35 plus. 25 is the freshman class. Like that was Rage, Jay-Z, Foo Fighters. Okay. This was the first year they were eligible. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so okay. I'm All saying right. the freshman class of people who are, are eligible first for the year, for, for, who just hit 25. I say legacy acts. Um, I mean, again, the fa- I realized Tina Turner's solo career started about 40 years ago, but still it took 40 years. She's in with Ike and Tina. I mean, Shaka Khan has been around since the 70s. Why not? I mean, but also like the Go-Go's. Really? And the idea that there's emphasis put on the fan vote, the fan vote counts for about 1% of the actual odds. And also Iron Maiden has said so many things about not caring about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I'm not surprised that they didn't get votes because it's of zero consequence to them if they get it or not. But I really am just, I, I don't know if they actually cared, which is clear they don't. If they actually cared about music, if they wanted to give respect to musicians okay, who so, deserve so, to be in. Go ahead. Then now, nothing against the this gentleman. The notorious B.I.G. Yes. Is, in, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. I mean, he I mean he's, be, a, he's a pioneer of rock and roll. He, he, Wait I, a minute. Yeah. Well, listen. Okay. So yes, the idea that it's rock and roll is going to be a a a a, a, a object of contention, but. You and I both grew up with that, with his style of hip hop, and understand that him and Tupac and and Pharrell Monk and all those guys definitely were pioneers of their genre and influential and influential. Because there's a lot of straight lines between them and the hip hop that followed, for sure. He was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in '93. That's impossible. His first record was '93. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get it. Like. What? Notorious B.I.G. Andrew, that's, Im- that's impossible. I, I'm lo- all right. So, all right there's uh, I'm, I'm, fake news in I, over here. I, I, t- no, I told I'm, you misinformation was going to come about, and you've, for, you've uh, done 20, it. 20 years. He's, he's been in since last year. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Cause, <laughs> no, because no, look, look, look. Wait, look, it's only 1994? Look. look. First question. When, when was the Notorious? And then first thing, 1993. Okay, so you can't say that it's completely my fault. Okay, but you're on Yahoo Answers. Nobody knows anything on Yahoo Answers. So well, that's no right. surprise. No, okay. They shut it down for that reason, Andrew. No, he's not. But so it's who I, asks I don't Jeeves know. anymore, man. Yeah, exactly. Stop wow. asking Jeeves who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Man, that's a how Where's long has that website been gone? <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about Ask Jeeves in 20 years. Beach Boys, Chuck Berry. Good for him. Good for him. David Bowie, Ray Charles, the Drifters. Why did you you two doesn't deserve that? No, they don't. To be in, wait, artists with four more songs and what? What are we looking at? For artists who are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with four or more songs that are inducted into the Rock and Roll. Oh, well, I don't care about that. I just care about artists who are the actual like artists. deserve to be. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I said it years ago when Deep Purple and Cheap Trick got in, and I think it was 2016. I'm like, it took this friggin' long? Seriously? Like, didn't both Motor, those bands have been what about eligible. Motorhead? They're probably not in. Why would they be? They're actually cool. Yeah. Why would true. you put them in? Why? We could have Dave Grohl, the, the fucking uh, representer, uh, representation of rock, a spokesman of rock music. We need to get him in right away because everyone loves the Foo Fighters. No, we don't. We got to have him in the same room as the Go-Go's. <laughs> now there's a party, if I've ever seen one. 
I don't know, man. I just think it's Booker T, the MGs. I'm not down with. Yeah, I mean, like the people who got in, these are people who inducted the years they were inducted, right? Yep. Johnny Cash. All right. Okay, so that makes sense. Of course. Yes. Yardbirds makes sense. Jimi Hendrix Experience. Ruth Brown. Cream. The Doors. Credence. I mean, of course they should be in. Etta James, Van Morrison. Yeah, they should have been in in the Slide 90s. It shouldn't have taken Stone. that long. Elton John. But I mean, the fact that, again, the Judas Priest is 50 years deep into their career. Yeah. Double the amount of time <laughs> that you need to, to be eligible. Janis Joplin? Yeah, Janis And for Joplin. crying out loud. I mean, even the Sex Pistols. And to be honest, listen, you're not, you can't deny the influence of the Sex Pistols, but they also did one album. And, and Biggie did two albums. So yeah. if we're going to judge an entire career, whether you like Deep Purple or not, and there's so many incarnations of Deep Purple that you you may only like one because there are so many different versions, but you can't deny they've been around forever. And even Iron Maiden, they were selective about who was who got nominated and who whoa, whoa, wasn't. Like, the Billy, guy who played on Billy the first Joel album. Billy Joel was 99. It took that long for someone like him to get in? Well, that puts him at if he started in '74, and he started oh, so in. So he would have been freshman. So class. he was cl- close. Okay. His first album was '72, maybe '73. I should know this. You should. I really should. But Paul we've been McCartney going for a long 99. time. What'd you say? Paul McCartney was '99. Well, as, 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 as a solo artist, yeah, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exact. That's part of it. And same thing with the Tina. Loving Spoonful like, or or Shaka Khan. Even I'll show you a Loving Spoonful. I, Whoa, hey, Whoa, that's hey. that's for the after show party. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, right. so, so uh, they're no, fuck the rock and roll. Yeah, fuck the rock and roll hall of fame. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Iron Maiden wouldn't have shown up anyway, so who cares? But just as a follow up, if you didn't know, that's the story with uh, the rock and roll hall of fame. That's who got in. I don't get. I mean, they are honoring Randy Rose, which is nice. So there's a little bit of metal representation there. Not that I'm hardcore campaigning for like more metal acts need to be in the rock and roll hall of fame. No, dude, but they it's added more Black Sabbath. It's cool. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, but it took till 2006. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Black Sabbath would have been eligible by their criteria in 94 because 69 was the first album or 70. Smith or Patty Smith. Mm, that's muddy. I don't know if it's 69 or 70 was the first album. Paranoid was 70. Um, but anyway, it, it still took like way too long. Yeah, ABBA is in for Christ's sake. I mean, you're putting ABBA in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Cheap Trick. That's just mm. that's insane. Even if we all own Abba Gold, it's not as good as anything Cheap Trick has put out. All right? Let's be clear. Anyway. Uh, so there we are. There's a little follow for that. Well, I think we've covered it all. Dude, we got yeah, a lot we... of good hashtags. Oh, my God. Yes, we did. We have. We're back in Eatontown. This is great. You know, yes. studio's back on the table. We got a lot of cool plans coming up. And, hey, we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Uh, we appreciate the contributions of Engineer Chris Jr., of course, both by bringing up information and by whipping some dad jokes at us with from out of shirt. frame. Yeah, with the, coming in dressed up, not even knowing that we were going to have a one father, one whatever the male equivalent of Baron is, and uh, <laughs> a, a a dad cosplayer in the dad room. Uh, lucky I do, us. I do do that, yeah. He's cosplaying as a Gen X dad. He's got his clerk's hat, and, well, you saw the getup he's wearing, so <laughs> I'd say that's cosplay if I've ever seen it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, wow, it's really nicely. I do miss this. As much as I like doing the shows at home, it's comfy doing the show at home. I'm not going to lie. I got the home studio looking nice. So I have no bottoms on. I don't mind it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, waiting. I, I the had camera's to, facing this way. It makes me look. You know, I had to put on pants to come here, but <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. 7-Eleven hates when I go in pantsless. 
Yeah, I'll bet they do. About public nudity, that <laughs> just like yeah, something. Something. what I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> What's your what, problem? On both my heads. Yeah, I'm wearing a mask on my junk. What's oh, the problem here? No. That's a condom, sir. But I. <laughs> but yeah, well, someone's getting fucked. I love the way this is getting. Like this, this just sounds good. I like being in the room. I like having the mic. I like having the headphones and everything. And I can even come in and do the nice little soft thing. I mean, my setup's pretty sweet, but to be able to do this. It's so funny. I actually, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I immediately want to channel. I don't know if you guys have listened to, I mean, everybody should, but uh, Springsteen's been doing the show on uh, E Street Radio, yeah, which is great. I almost feel like when I'm sitting here, I almost want to break into his kind of, maybe I'll, I'll wrap up the show as in a Springsteen in style. Springsteen Why not? Style? With a Springsteen well, cover. Yeah, we only have, we have an electric guitar and no amp. No, I just want to do it's not a telecaster. He has, so he has an excellent right. way of opening up every single episode, which is basically just I'm I, I'm gonna do one. Forget it. Good evening, good evening. Travelers and troubadours, lovebirds and lonely hearts. Welcome to Cape 167. Coming at you from a shared universe podcast studio in the great state of New Jersey. Like that's exactly the type of way he would open up. That touched this me in show. places I wouldn't show my pastor. That was great, dude. Well, well that's what I'm here for. See, you need that sonic wall. Someone else is glad we're back. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. It it is always fun to be in a studio uh, environment as opposed to sitting in front of your computer screen going. Sitting in front of a Microsoft Surface like, what? I made the rack for the mugs behind me. What's the problem? Oh, fuck you. (laughs) God damn it. He's got to get the one jack. Now I do a different type of woodworking. What? Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) You're saying you've had enough? Is that what that's for? I've run hey, out of we had to wrap up with another cough, everybody. Lucky me. Hitting all the beats tonight. Uh, listen, thank you for subscribing to the show. Thank you for following the show on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Pod and subscribing on the app of your choice, as long as it's not Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it is. iTunes. <laughs> We're just calling it iTunes. You can't change the name and be like, eh, I don't know what it is. You mean somebody I actually saw somebody tweeted that to... I forget who I was following about their podcast mm. when they were just like, hey, new episodes out. Check it out. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Apple Podcasts was one of the ones listed. And somebody said, is it on iTunes? <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I have it backwards. They said it's on iTunes, Google Pocket, blah, blah, blah. Mm. They're like, is it on Apple Podcasts? It's like, you know what I mean, goddammit. <laughs> and it's true. It's like, come on. You we know. Just because like- they changed the name after 16 years, it's been iTunes forever. We're just going to call it iTunes. Because that's what it is. Either way, it sucks and don't use it, is what we're saying. Use the iHeart or Stitcher Radio app and uh, subscribe to Kate. Hulu podcast? Google. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? Hulu's in the podcast game, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. It Eventually, someone's going to get Hulu to do just (laughs) audio stuff. Well, Samsung. I got a thing from Samsung. Put your show on Samsung podcast, because I guess that's a thing. Okay. I'm not surprised. Amazon Music, the Amazon Music app, and the Audible app. Coming soon. Spotify is really, really specific. There's actually a few things that they're requiring before this show is available on Spotify. It's going to happen. But frankly, I need somebody like the great Ming Chen to help me with whatever well, listen, if Spotify issues may, there are. Because I don't even know what the hell they're asking me if, for. If Spotify is going to you know, clamp you down on specific things, hopefully their criteria increases the, 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 the betterment of their little app as opposed to Apple. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, you have to do these things first and then everything will flow s- smoothly. Mm. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's disappointing. But anyway, thank you for subscribing 
on the app of your choice. And a new episode every Monday, of course. And in the meantime, like I said, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Cape Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. You can follow Andrew on Instagram at Metal underscore Drew. Oh, and Twitter. He's back on Twitter again. He started tweeting. Um, so yeah. Metal underscore Drew on Twitter. Oh, by the way, Cape Pod on TikTok. Yes, there's a TikTok account now. I've caved to the pressure, but... If I'm being honest, the same videos that go up on Instagram are going on the TikTok. So if you're not on TikTok, don't worry. You're not missing anything exclusive. But yet. Yet. But to be honest, I'm kind of shocked at how many views the videos that go on TikTok yeah, are getting. Like, it's, it's actually pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it go, I mean, things go viral very quickly. Well, that's why a bunch of people said to me, like, you should just put it on. Even if it's the same stuff, put it on there anyway. Because anything that's popped huge in the last year or two it's been on has happened from TikTok. Yes. And I said, Okay, it couldn't hurt, but it's the same shit that's on Instagram if you subscribe on Instagram. But if you're on TikTok as well, there you go. You can follow at Cape Pod. And you can follow Engineer Chris Jr. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, Serious Matters NJ for all that sweet music goodness. Ghosted with Chris and Paige on Instagram for all that sweet ghosty podcast goodness. And a shared universe for any of your podcast, audio, book, voice acting, sweet goodness needs. That's right. You want to get all of you it. You want to get it all in your ears. That's right. Mm. All the links. And All the links. Chris Mad Jr. is your handle on yes. Instagram. Is that right? Yes, it is. C-R-I-S-S. Yes. yes. By the way, lest we forget. Forgetting about my other show, too. And, um, and hang on. We're not done. All right. We have not <laughs> we need left. A link, we need a link tree just for not the ending. We have left Plug City. Okay. <laughs> We're still driving through. The Extended Branch on YouTube. Andrew does a video podcast here at the studio. Well, here and the uh, Homedale location yes, as well. Yes, yes. But uh, that is bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. He does that. And you can follow uh, YouTube and on Instagram, both. That's right. The extended branch. And of course, the half-assed media channel on YouTube. Subscribe two to three clips a week, always from this, the current week's show. And then Thursday or Friday will be like a throwback clip to a previous week, because at this point we've amassed like 50 video episodes, more or less. So there's enough to pull from, including video episodes that weren't released. So just some that have been sitting in the archive, languishing in the digital archive. Well, now I'm mining them for clips just because people like the clip. It's turned a lot of people on the show. So all the more reason to just keep putting the stuff out. And, keep blowing uh, that digital dust off. That's right. Well, th- there's a lot there. At this point, it's kind of hard, hard to deny. How many do you have? Too many. Oh, my God. I'm still consolidating since November. It's been <laughs> six months of consolidating. Some of them are becoming soft drives. Oh, mm. well, that is the last dad joke of the show. That is a cue to sign off. Thanks for ruining what was a, a bumpy ending to begin with. Yes. <laughs> I'm not busy enough fumfering around trying to bring the show in oh, also, uh, for um, an end. Patreon for this That's guy. right. Patreon.com slash Kpod. You can support. Uh, Andrew and I are actually going to be doing an exclusive show. We're going to do a little uh, peek behind the curtain of the only podcast that matters. Because to be honest, we do want to do some more things or at least explore more Things with uh, the only podcast that matters, which you can find on all the podcast apps except it's Apple Podcasts. Since 2010. Yeah, there's over 200 episodes of that. It's a bunch of best ofs. If you haven't heard it, go check out one of the best ofs. We're thinner in it too. Sexy. Oh God, uh, that's something else I want to talk to you about because I've started revisiting the videos that we did, oh, the sketch videos. But we'll, we'll get into that off mic. I don't want to make this even longer than frankly it already is. But uh, anyway, so uh, check out the only podcast that matters as well. And uh, Andrew and I will be doing a little uh, talk behind the scenes of engineering and equipment and the kind of the the early days of putting together the show because we handled the recording and the website and all that other stuff. And with the 11th anniversary coming up, we didn't really get to do a proper 10th anniversary last year because of the pandemic. 
I mean, it brought us here to the studio in part, but at the same time, we didn't do as much as we probably would have for the typical 10th anniversary. And also with the five-year anniversary of the Guide to Life series, which is a 10-episode series about 10 different aspects of life. Uh, we released that in uh, summer of 2016. That was a nice little limited series, which is something uh, HBO has co-opted because we started it. And uh, yeah, we did that. So you can check that out as well. And uh, that's about it. I think that's enough out of us for tonight. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. All that good stuff. So until next time, for Chris Mad and Andrew Rizzatello, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. We survived.